Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your beautiful ears. Today, I want to talk about how to have a great meeting. How do you minimize negativity within a meeting? Now, you know that there's people out there in your team, maybe, you may know somebody who basically, you know, they, they always want to find a way to kind of, you know, slide something in that's negative during the meeting. Or sometimes they go on a long rant, complaining about something. And these are people who always dominate or seem to dominate the conversation. Now, what typically happens when that happens is that everybody else kind of just pulls back. You ever felt that? People just pull back, don't want to participate. And the meeting just turns into a negative stew of negativity. And then nothing was actually accomplished at the end of the meeting. And so I was reading a wonderful book called Upstream. And in there, they talked about how they resolved this problem in a case study that they had. And I want to share with you the steps that they used to actually resolve this issue. And then I'll give it a twist at the end. Bear with me. It'll be worth your time. So the first thing to do, instead of allowing the meeting to just run, what they did is they selected a facilitator, a person who would actually drive the meeting. Step number one, find the facilitator. Step number two, the facilitator's job was to also structure an agenda. Aside from running the meeting, they had to structure the agenda. In other words, what were the topics that were to be discussed, who was going to talk, and in what order they would be talking in, and how much a lot of time, which brings us to step number three. The meeting was only set for a certain period of time. In other words, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour, there was a set period of time that these issues had to be resolved, therefore creating the sense of urgency to really get through the meeting as much through, as fast as possible without complaint, without whining, because you know how that works, right? Some people start telling stories, they go off on a tangent, and next thing you know, the meeting extends to one hour, two hours, it just it becomes too long. And what typically happens in these meetings that happen that way is that people just pull back, I've mentioned that, but also people don't want to go to any future meetings because it's basically a rehash and people are going to complain. So people become disengaged. When people become disengaged, eventually what happens? They leave. So even though we're just talking about something as simple as a meeting, keep in mind that this could have ramifications throughout your corporation or your company. In other words, people could become disengaged, which means they're not performing at their optimal level, or they may decide to leave and replacing that person may be tough. Number four is the facilitator allowed everyone, everyone to actually talk during the meeting. This is beautiful. So again, everybody got an opportunity to talk. Everybody felt like they were contributing. You were getting everybody's buying feedback, and points of view. So again, four simple steps. Get a facilitator, select one, have that person develop a structured agenda. Number three, set the time. How long is this meeting going to be? And then towards the end, make sure that everybody in that room has had the opportunity to talk. But then they did one more thing. This was kind of the clincher for me. Step number five is that they then asked each person to rate the meeting on a scale of one to five. One, not very productive. Five, super productive. And what they then did is that they got some low scores. They would talk to those individuals to get their feedback on why they thought the meeting wasn't as productive. And again, this feedback loop allowed them to make their meetings that much better. So consider this. Even when you're doing a sales presentation, maybe you're the facilitator. Maybe you should have a structured agenda. Maybe you should also set a time and then allow everybody in that room to talk or provide some feedback. 
feedback. And then after you're done with your sales meeting or presentation, maybe follow up at the end or maybe just do a follow-up by phone or by email asking them, how did you find the meeting? Was it informative? Did we advance your thoughts, your processes in terms of whether you want to buy our product or service? Get the idea? So you could do this in terms of a meeting or within your sales presentation. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. And before I sign off, remember, check out the salesvelocityacademy.com. Great courses to help you sell more faster. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.